TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. A very happy Wednesday morning to you, Wednesday, February 17th. This is another edition of Chair Shot Radio. My name is Greg DeMarco. I am your Wednesday morning host. I'm actually recording this on Tuesday, February the 17th, the night of, and that's my birthday. If you listened yesterday, you know that Tuesday, February 16th is my birthday and celebrating that. And I'm actually on my way home from a birthday dinner, so wanted to, to hit you guys up. So this is, you might remember for a while, I did a show called Driving with DeMarco, and I would record it in the car, driving to and from work, and you'd hear the GPS lady, and all of that stuff. And this is a Driving with DeMarco edition of Chair Shot Radio. So if the commercial breaks pop in somewhere weird, because a lot of times I'll record it in parts, and then split, and then this way I can easily put the commercial breaks in between. But I don't think I'm going to do it like that today. Things going to be more free-flowing, and so I will put the commercials in where I can. And so, uh, and so I apologize in advance for that because of this too maybe you'll get a few more ums and and so's and and ands than usual and you already get plenty of those for me anyway but you're probably going to get more of those than usual so apologies up front look if you don't like it if you're upset you know what you can direct your complaints to at wrestling realist that's w-r-e-s-t-l-n-g-r-e-a-l-i-s-t on the twitter or on Instagram, you can direct your complaints to at the hashtag Miranda, and they would all love to field your complaints about Greg DeMarco. None of them hear about me enough in their everyday lives, <clears throat> so you can uh, you can you can go ahead and fill them up and complain about me if you want to. There's actually lots of funny stories about how they do hear about me enough in their everyday lives, even in situations where they didn't think they'd hear about me. Some somebody will randomly ask them. How's Greg? And they'll be like, they'll do something. They'll do an interview spot somewhere. And the person around will be like, how's Greg? And, and I won't even know who they're talking about. Those are the joys of being me, of being Greg DeMarco. But real quick, Chair Shot Radio is, of course, brought to you as part of the Chair Shot Radio Network. Lots of great shows on the Chair Shot Radio Network. Please check all of those out. Chair Shot Radio Network is available at thechairshot.com. You can follow that at Chairshot Media. Thechairshot.com is not just your home for wrestling reviews, opinions, and analysis, but it is now so much more. It is sports entertainment plus sports plus entertainment. Now, I know that did that backwards, but I was following up on the wrestling comment, and so that is why. Please give us a follow at Chairshot Media on your favorite social media platform to follow all things The Chair Shot. Of course, we remind you to always use your head. You can also listen to the Chair Shot Radio Network on all of your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, even YouTube, and so many more. Do us a favor, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, tell a friend, and leave us a five-star review. We love to see those, love to get those in that five-star review. I know Patrick O'Dowd one time was like, either give us a five or a zero, don't give us a three. And I was kind of like, dude, shut up. You're telling people to leave us a zero-star review. Let's not do that. 
So, but check that out. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up your very own chair shot t-shirt. That is the way to go if you really want to support this movement, support what we're doing. Picking up your very own chair shot t-shirt is a way to do that. And we got lots of great shirts and designs for you. All goes to support our efforts here at thechairshot.com. We got the OG logos. We got the Always Use Your Head shirts, shirts for the podcast, the personalities. If you hate me, there's a shirt for that. If you love me, well, just buy any shirt. It, it all benefits us here at the Chair Shot. So do do that. Check it out. We do appreciate that. I talked about it yesterday. I rolled it out today on social media for my birthday. I have started a brand new brand. Go to Unstoppable, unstoppablestore.com. That's unstoppablestore.com. You can pick up your Unstoppable merchandise. Show the world that you are unstoppable. Of course, that goes to support the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. As you know, I have chronic myeloid leukemia. I am in the midst of that fight, taking my treatment every day, working as hard as I possibly can at the CrossFit because an in-shape body uh, does better with the medication and better with the treatment. So we are kicking this thing's ass. We're using Roman Reigns as our example and kicking my chronic myeloid leukemia in its ass, putting that thing in a remission so we can continue to move forward. I say putting it in a remission. It is incurable, but it is definitely livable and manageable. And that's what I'm focused on is, is living with it. And I'm not going to let it control me. I am going to control it just like I try to do as many facets of life as possible. Life doesn't live me. I live my life. So head on over to unstoppablestore.com. We got a lot of great merchandise for you to pick up. T-shirts, tank tops, got long sleeve, got the hoodies on there as well. We'll continue to add more and more products that you can enjoy over at unstoppablestore.com. I haven't even put this on social media, but if you hit up that store and you, and you use the promo code DeMarco, D-E-M-A-R-C-O, you will save 20% on your order at unstoppablestore.com. So head on over there. Promo code DeMarco. Check it out, unstoppablestore.com. I'll tell you what, uh, I'm going to try to bookmark this as a potential spot for a commercial. Put that out there and then we will come right back with some topics. And I got a fun topic for you today. It's my birthday. I'm going to talk about what I want and you'll love it because you're a wrestling fan. You'll love it. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Right, welcome back from this commercial break. I appreciate you listening to those, checking those out. I touched on it yesterday. I did my my birthday wishes, uh, Greg's birthday wishes, and, and, you know, dropped a few different things. And the very first one I talked about was Wish That Was Granted, and that was the Adam Cole heel turn. And today's topic, if you saw the title of the show, I am likely titling it Adam Cole, baby, because I am so excited that Adam Cole is where he rightfully belongs as a scumbag son of a bitch. I am so excited that Adam Cole's there because that's what he should be. And it's so funny. Now, at some point, I'm going to dig this out, find it, and and re-release it. Maybe it's part of a chair shot radio. But we have interviewed Adam Cole twice back on the old Greg DeMarco show, myself and Patrick O'Dowd. The first time we did it, he was, I believe he was part of the tag team with Kyle O'Reilly. Super young, super, not that green per se, but definitely young in the business. The second time we did it, 
it was right after he returned from injury and completely turned heel on everybody and became just this dastardly piece of shit. And he was still the nicest human being in the world during the interview. So we're going to ask him, like, how do you do this? And he talks about flipping the switch off and on and that sort of thing. But, man, he, he wasn't the Adam Cole that you saw in the Pat McAfee interviews. Because obviously that was all, you know, orc, as we all know now. And we kind of knew then, but definitely know now. But he was just so fucking nice. Like, I didn't know what to say or do as, as nice as Adam Cole was when, when we did that. But Adam Cole kicking things off. Um, and, and I want to go back to when he made his debut in NXT back in 2017. Of course, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish had each had individual matches on NXT. And kind of out of nowhere. And, and you know, we didn't know if they were signed. Didn't know what was going on. Drew McIntyre makes his debut in the brand has his takeover title match, his first takeover match, and it was a title match. He beat Killian Dane, who at the time was not really a top-level singles competitor in NXT. But Drew McIntyre beats Killian Dane to become the number one contender to get a title shot at a takeover. It was a War Games. No, it wasn't a War Games takeover. It was SummerSlam takeover. And he goes out there, and he um, and he wins. He wins a championship. He wins the NXT title. And immediately after that, he gets attacked well, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish come out, and they kind of pose that distraction and sort of start to lay the, lay the groundwork, lay the foundation, and then here comes Adam Cole. Of course, there's some super kicks involved, and, and they take out Drew McIntyre, and that's the debut of the Undisputed Era. And there's interviews with Adam Cole where he talks about it and he even does a kind of a watch-along um, with it where he talks about the fact that he didn't know what kind of reaction he was going to get. And when he gets on that stage... And the Brooklyn crowd all does the Adam Cole baby right along with Adam Cole. That man was so excited. And of course he was, because you don't know when you're in front of that many people. Biggest crowd he's ever been in front of, except for the Tokyo Dome. But that's a little bit different. Um, but in front of that WWE audience and and really going out there and putting yourself and doing the Adam Cole baby. Of course it works. It goes over. Whole crowd does it with him. And at that point, NXT knows they have something special. Now... The Undisputed Era was formed. Originally, it was Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, and, and they, they won some tag titles, and Adam Cole becomes a North American champion at TakeOver in New Orleans. And I was excited. You know, I thought Adam Cole would, would kind of have his rise this way, but TakeOver New Orleans was a really fun one, and maybe even a little bit of a special one, because that's when Roderick Strong turned on Pete Dunne in the Dusty Cup Finals. <clears throat> And allowed the Undisputed Era, and basically allowed, you know, Adam Cole to time and Kyle O'Reilly, because Bobby Fish was out with injury, which unfortunately has been a thing for Bobby Fish, and, and he's so talented that I'm sad to see it. I'm assuming he's going to end up training people in, in the Performance Center. Uh, I think he's going to have a great career as a trainer, and maybe even more influential that way than he was in the ring. He's a hell of a performer in the ring. But Bobby Fish uh, being out, it was Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong turns. And, of course, they win the Dusty Cup, retain the tag team titles. Adam Cole had already won the North American Championship, and we're off to the races. Fast forward a little bit as we get into 2019. Now, I was at TakeOver Phoenix, of course, the Royal Rumble TakeOver, uh, before the Royal Rumble. And Adam Cole didn't wrestle. A little, a little upset about that. Gargano did, and, and he wrestles. Um, I remember it was Ricochet or Velveteen Dream. I think it was Ricochet. But I have to go back and look, because Dream does wrestle on that show. And, of course, Matt Riddle wrestles Chris Hero or Cassius Ono. And there are a lot of matches on there. And then Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly 
were the tag team at that point. They lose the tag team titles to the Viking Warriors. But very entertaining show, very entertaining match. Cole comes out at the end to do the six-man spot to set up halftime heat. So I get my little Adam Cole fix there. He wasn't in the Rumble, which I knew he wouldn't be because he was in the World's Collide Tournament. But later, we're in a situation where Tommaso Ciampa has to once again vacate his title. We were supposed to get Ciampa versus Gargano at TakeOver. Instead, it was Cole and Gargano, and I knew Johnny Gargano was going to win at that TakeOver New York for WrestleMania 35. It was two out of three falls. He wins in three falls and becomes the NXT champion. What got me was the second match. They did a rematch at its own TakeOver. Uh, I don't know if it's TakeOver 25, I believe, in Hartford. And Adam Cole's a challenger, and he wanted a one-fall match. And I remember watching that thing on the edge of my seat. Cause I, did, I watched it late later that day, but I was able to avoid any spoilers, which is hard to do. I think I turned my phone off. Because if Adam Cole wins a title, I'm going to hear about it. I'm going to get text messages uh, from lots of people because that's what they do. A lot of my closest friends know, then they don't text me. But people will hit me up. But I watched that one without knowing the outcome. And sure enough, boom, Adam Cole wins, becomes the NXT champion, wins the rematch um, for, for the SummerSlam takeover, and just continues to roll on as champion and holds that title for, for over 400 days. An amazing run as NXT champion. I don't know if we'll see that again. Just depends. Maybe with COVID and, and there being less events at times, that's a possibility. But held it till he lost it to Keith Lee, which I was sad about, especially because Keith Lee then lost it right away to Karrion Cross, And then, of course, he had all the injuries. You know, they had the four-way and Cole wins it or Cole loses it to Finn Balor in the singles match. That was the follow-up where Balor becomes champion. All of those things taking place and, and keeps Adam Cole at the forefront. Then Pat McAfee happens. So what I'm going to do is jump into another commercial break, and then we're going to talk about the Pat McAfee thing with Adam Cole and, and continue to go with my love love fest here, love letter to Adam Cole, baby. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, Everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out. TheChairShot.com Welcome back. I appreciate you again checking out those commercials. Supporting everything we do here at your favorite wrestling website. TheChairShot.com Of course, you heard uh, Kenny Killa. I love the way he says TheChairShot.com I'm not even going to try to impersonate it. It would be an insult to, to that great, great personality who joins us from time to time here at the Chair Shot, and I'm very appreciative of that. Dude, Pat McAfee happens. So Adam Cole goes on the Pat McAfee show. They have the big blow-up, and you know something is done well whenever anyone's not sure if it's real or if it's a work. And McAfee reacted. He played his role so well. I was screaming to work from the beginning, and work, work, work. And then once McAfee was going down to NXT, you knew the work was in. Of course, there were some people who thought maybe we were turning uh, a shoot into a work. I was like, work all the way. And next thing you know, um, they get to the fighting. Of course, uh, there was a title match with Imperium versus the Undisputed Era. They lose when, when Cole's, you know, having his arguments with Pat McAfee. Cole's blaming them. They fight, do whatever. Pat McAfee takes an opportunity to take a cheap shot at Adam Cole, punts him into the middle next week. And we're off to the races. Challenge is laid down by Triple H. It's all accepted. We get Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee to take over. And, and McAfee, to his credit, delivers big time. A hell of a performance by Pat McAfee on that takeover. 
does a great job and acquits himself so well. His second ever wrestling match, and the first one was pretty short against Warpig, uh, Jody Christofferson. And, and, of course, he loses, loses that match to Adam Cole, as he should. And then he goes away. And, and we get TakeOver 31, where Kyle O'Reilly is now the number one contender for Phil, for Finn Balor's. I almost called him Phil Balor. Think about that, Phil Balor. Finn Balor's NXT Championship. Uh, Balor wins. And then next thing you know, while they're kind of convalescing and, and doing the mutual respect thing, Ridge Holland, of all people, dumps Adam Cole over the guardrail. And you're like, who is it? And I predicted on the Hashtag Miranda Show, I said, Rich Holland, rugby player, Australian rules football, that sort of thing. Pat McAfee, big rugby guy, Australian rules football guy. I think McAfee's behind this. Now, I was only, you know, I was partially kidding, partially serious. I think, And I think the partially serious part of me was just hoping that was the case. Like, like it was my big hope that I was actually right when I knew better, right? I knew it wasn't Pat McAfee that was over and done with. Then... Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch get their title shot at Brizango at the time because the Undisputed Era couldn't do it. I remember they were, you know, I remember the whole setup where they were like, you know, we'll team, one of us, you know, one of you can team with Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle's like, no, you guys are team. You go out there, you do it, right? They do. And then some guy in a gold mask interferes, causing the win. Mask comes off at the end. Sure as shit, it's one Pat McAfee. That leads us to uh, the next or the Halloween edition of, of NXT where Pete Dunne makes his debut. I'm pretty sure that's where Dunne debuted and joined because he came out with Kyle O'Reilly to attack the Undisputed Era or to attack, uh, you know, uh, Pat McAfee and his crew. And then, of course, you know, Pete Dunne turns a la Roderick Strong when he turned on Pete Dunne. And that leads to finally a couple weeks of them doing their thing. Undisputed Era makes a big comeback. And now we're on our way to War Games. They win war games, but it was always this deal where Adam Cole was super supportive of Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly's title shots, Kyle O'Reilly's the guy, it's Kyle's turn, and it made Cole look like a hell of a leader if you believed in it, and I had a hard time believing in it because Adam Cole's a scumbag. Now, I don't say it like Pat McAfee does. Well, he probably is saying it in a respectful and loving way like I am, but Adam Cole's character has always been a scumbag. He's always been super supportive of Kyle O'Reilly, and we were always waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? For somebody to to, 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 to turn in the situation. Maybe it would be Kyle, but most likely it would be Adam Cole, and it just never happens. And then we have the last takeover. Now, what I love is that a lot of times in wrestling right now, you've got to save the big shit for television because television's where the money's made. But takeover still tends to do stuff on takeover. Remember when Tommaso Ciampa turned on Johnny Gargano? It was at the end of a takeover, and it was after the copyright screen. When the copyright thing comes up in the, in, the, in the lower corner, you know the show's over. That turn happened after. So did this one. A takeover Vengeance Day. Uh, you know, it was very interesting because you know, Roderick Strong and, and Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly saved Finn Balor from an attack by Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch and Pete Dunne after Balor beat Pete Dunne to defend his championship. And they, they ran him off, and then everybody's, you know, Cole, Cole and Strong are sort of holding court, and Kyle O'Reilly's the one talking to Finn Balor, and of course, all the respect there has been between O'Reilly and Balor, and you see Kyle O'Reilly, and again, it's brilliant, I said it yesterday, it's brilliant the way they did it, you don't hear it so much as you see it, and, and with there being no fans, or very few fans, they do a lot of things now where you can, 
hear it and it's very audible because of the way things are set up but in this case you didn't really hear it uh you you more saw what they were doing and kyle o'reilly's telling finn balor you should be part of this group you should be one of us and balor's considering it and adam cole's kind of looking over looking over and every time that kyle was doing the mutual respect thing with finn balor adam cole always had that side eye right seeing what's going on all right, we all kind of know when you're when you're looking at a situation and a friend or somebody's doing something and you're like, what what is this? You always kind of have that what is this side eye look, right? And that's what he had. The what is this side eye look. And sure as shit, sure enough, you know, they, they go to pose and, and, and they're doing the and, and strong O'Reilly and Cole are doing the Undisputed Era pose. Balor's not, but he's standing in line with them, and that's not the first time that's happened. And and the title screen comes up with all four of them standing there or the copyright card. And you think, all right, and take over, whatever. Nope, bam, Adam Cole, baby. Super kick to Finn Balor. Lays him out. Now you've got Roderick Strong arguing with him. Kyle O'Reilly doesn't know what to think. Boom, super kick to Kyle O'Reilly. Adam Cole leaves. Undisputed Era, as we know it, will never be the same again. Maybe it's over. Maybe it's not. I hope for the case of a Roderick Strong and a Bobby Fish that it's not. And and even a Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, but Adam Cole it turned heel. And, and for me, if we get a feud between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly in NXT, that's that's money, man. That is a hell of a feud. Those guys have feuded before, did it in NXT, and I'll be honest with you, or did it in Ring of Honor, and I'll be honest with you, it was damn good. They had some really good matches, had a great match at Final Battle, and where Kyle O'Reilly won. Of course, he lost it right back as he was leaving the company. Um, he lost it to Adam Cole in the Tokyo Dome, but it was a great feud and just a lot of great stuff. And so my hope is that we get a hell of a few out of those two before Adam Cole goes off to the main roster. And then all bets are off. You just never know what's going to happen on the main roster. That's going to do it for this edition of Chair Shot Radio. The Adam Cole love letter, one of my favorite, my, my favorite wrestler in the entire world. I think he's the best wrestler in the world. If he was 6'4", 235, he would already have main evented WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. He is that talented, but he's just too small. Follow me at ChairShotGreg, at ChairShotMedia for the website. Listen to all of your favorite personalities here at ChairShot Radio. I'm going to cut it off right there. Be unstoppable. Go to unstoppablestore.com. Use the promo code DeMarco, save 20%, pick up some merch, support a great cause, support myself, support the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, show your love, show your support. Of course, check everything out at thechairshot.com, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. I've been Greg DeMarco. Until next time, remember to be unstoppable and always use your head. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less bark. A little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart and baby, satisfy me. Satisfy me, baby. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.